was an attractive sound. Yes, I know. I had to get it out of the way before the camera was rolling, didn't I? Well, the camera's rolling, so did you get it out of the way? I did, yes. Good man. Very Good much man. so. Right, literally on the countdown, he was hawking up a lung. I'm like, okay, you there, lung cancer. How are you doing this evening? Fantastic, Mr. Alcohol and Kidney Failure, sir. You, you want to try that again? <laughs> Take two. <laughs> How are you doing, liver failure? Oh, you know, it's hanging in there. That liver is a champ. Let me tell you, that liver is a fucking champ. Oh, yes? It's got, it's, I've been putting that thing through its paces for, what am I, 33, going on 34. Fuck, am I going, am I going 34 this year? Yeah. yeah. Shit. I'm turning 25 this year. God damn it. Yeah. So I've been, I, I, I've been putting this thing through its paces for the last like 20 years. So it's, it's a pretty fucking strong liver. It knows what's up. It knows. It knows what's up. It does. Yeah. And what, have, what is up is my BAC level son. I have tested its capabilities. I can attest to it. That sounded, that sounded wrong. I don't know why that just sounded wrong. I rescind my comment. Are you? Why are you playing with my liver, Graham? I'd rather you play with my emotions than you play with my liver. Well, uh, Graham is taking a big old hit of uh, his awesome bong, which I can't remember the name of, so he's going to give it to me here in a minute But after he uh, finishes it. I'd like to welcome all of you to this week's episode of Drunk Thoughts and High Opinions, the weekly podcast video show where we imbibe shit and just talk shit so welcome i am cory rokes your drunk thoughts pretty good way of putting it i am graham yeah. stemniewski and this is my bong ilushi everybody say hi ilushi there we go it's perfect all right make sure whoever edits this to leave a gap for hi ilushi for the, from the <laughs> fans because you know because you know all three of you are saying hi to your bong right 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 mm. exactly um exactly yeah. window, so how how have you been Corey? it feels like a long time since we've talked it feels like another week <laughs> I, I know but for some reason this week felt longer i think it's because we didn't really text much we usually are like no. texting back and forth nonsense right um, right but this week was kind of uh all quiet on the western front there so you weren't we, texting uh, me Corey. why not i missed you did you did you really i did Probably the best we never talk life. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we never talk anymore. What about my feelings? I'm doing great, man. Like, life is good. I cannot complain about shit. Right? Like, knock on wood. Because I, so, I, I got nothing to complain about. Like, honestly, I've got health. I've got a great girlfriend. I've got a plan. I've got a great job. Shit's fucking great. Like, I got right. good friends. I got a podcast that's, I mean, that could be more successful, I guess. But you know what? Beggars can't be choosers at this point. <laughs> um, but, like, even though I was talking to my old man the other day, and I love my dad. He's a great dude. Uh, but he was, you know, he's he's a, he's a climber. He's, he's, a, he's a very motivated individual. The, uh, the guy did, did 37 years in the Coast Guard. And every time he'd be like, next year I'm retiring, guys. This is the last move. You know, we moved all my childhood. This is the last move. I'm retiring after this. Uh, it never happened. Like he just kept going, and because mm -hmm. the man is just super motivated, and he—he's—I don't want to say he's never happy with this station, but he's just—he's a climber. He likes to keep on motivating. He is—he—he he likes to keep moving up in the world. That's just who he is, and I love him for it because it's given mm -hmm. me a drive. He is a driven individual. So I'm talking to him this past Friday, right? And he—he he goes, "Well, Court, you know, are you?" You're looking at other stuff. Like, I know you're happy with your current job, but like, remember, you have a skill, you know, being able to videotape things and tell a story visually is a skill and you have the know-how and the knowledge and the ability and the drive to make it happen and tell that story. Like, don't forget that. And I go, no, I haven't. He goes like, have you thought about anything else? I'm like, no, honestly, like this job is paying me probably 20 grand more a year than some other shit. Like I have looked at other jobs just for like mm -hmm. poops and giggles. And yeah. like they look like probably more in like the industry and could be more intangibly beneficial. But the 
the tangible part, the paycheck is like 20 grand less a year. And I'm like, well, fuck that noise. I'm making good mm. money. So it's like, I gotta say the grass is pretty fucking green from where I'm standing. You know, they always say the grass right. is always greener. No, I got some verdant grass under my feet, my friend. Yeah. So I'm doing well, fantastic. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. I, uh, went down for a surprise visit, uh, to my excellent girlfriend, uh, this past girlfriend? weekend. Okay. Um, well, we'll save that for another time, for <laughs> another time, another discussion, perhaps. That's drunk thoughts and high opinions. After dark. After dark, oh my. Um, but we had a wonderful time, just very relaxing weekend, went da- back to my hometown. Um, she doesn't live in my hometown anymore, because um, uh, we went to high school together. Um, she lives in Ellensburg, which is the home of Central Washington University, Um which is about 30 minutes north of of Yakima, where I grew up. And while we were down there, we went back to my old uh, parents' winery, and uh, the new owners uh, gave us a a tasting, and it was fantastic. And uh, it was just a very lovely weekend that got capped off, unfortunately, by a very unfortunate visit at the border. I was having such a wonderful weekend. And then Monday, I woke up just a little, little bit sick. Um, I'm feeling so well, and uh, the drive back to uh, Canada, I was just feeling kind of. Bleh. It's and like what, a three-hour drive. <clears throat> yeah, it's a it's a four-hour drive from Ellensburg, uh, roughly okay. like three hour three hours and th- and forty minutes on a good dr- on a good day. All right, all right, all right. Um, so average is out at about like four hours ten minutes. I get to the border, and you know, I haven't had a bad experience at the border in the last. 10 visits I've had. I've had very smooth rides through the border for the last 10 times. And so my, my anxiety towards the border had pretty much gone completely away by the, by this time I was very cool, calm, you know, just not afraid of, of being at the border and chill as a for some reason I got chosen for the random check. And, uh, that went on for were you wearing that same hour. sweatshirt <laughs> um no i was not i was actually okay. wearing a different sweatshirt that made me look more like a 60 year old dad but with sweatpants <laughs> and boots <laughs> i was gonna say because that's like i think I, I complimented on it before and it, i still complimented on it today yeah. it looks fantastic yeah. but you do kind of look like Sketch. I know, but I've but they but they've never like questioned me before. Usually, they just let me through, even when I'm, I am wearing this sweater um, in the right, past. Right. So, so this it was just a random check. That that it's a, that is all it is. I'm pretty sure of it. It's just a the, random the check. The numbers were finally you know caught up to you, or or the fact that I had gone down much sooner than I usually would have to the States. And maybe they were like, that's a little more sporadic than he usually does. What's going on there? Um, yeah, or maybe, yeah, maybe maybe they just saw my activity was rising and uh, crossing the border. And I don't know. But they, my they head, ended up checking me. In my head, you just, you know, you pull up to the border and it's like Cheech and Chong. You roll out the windows and just smoke billows out. And you're like, yes. What's up, man? What's up? <laughs> no, I, I... I did have a little uh, weed, weed in the car. It was not some that I had remembered. It was stuff that had gone like it was old, it was dead, dead pens that were like in a compartment filled with trash. My car was very messy at this point. And uh, the guy even commented on that. He said, uh, he's like, the car was very messy. You probably missed some things. He said there was this, uh, this empty bag. He's like, if you're good, we're cool with it because it's federally legal here. But if you're going to Washington, you better watch out. I was like, all right, cool. Noted. Um, and, uh, then I was on my way and I got into my car and I didn't register at first that they had just completely fucked up, like everything they'd thrown all the, they, um, made me really feel bad about how much Starbucks I had accumulated in my car. And it was just all in the front. <laughs> it was all in the front passenger seat on the floor. It's like, <laughs> all the this kid's got a problem. It Let's let pa- him through. He's got it enough was, going on. It was passive aggressive. <laughs> honestly, it was very passive aggressive. And, um, and, but I didn't fully register that they had just left a, a, a cup that was fully like with liquid on it. Not in one of the cup holders. They put empty ones in the cup holders and then put that one just sitting up. And I didn't fully register that at first. And I was driving away. And then I turned a corner and flipped and just 
went everywhere and I was uh, so angry at them. I was uh, so angry at them. That's unfortunate. That was such a dick move on their part. That is yeah they could have put the empty yeah. one up there <laughs> right like, <laughs> like they probably did that be like fuck this kid <laughs> yeah right <laughs> fuck you and your nice jeep <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so yeah that's so it was a wonderful weekend that was ended by an incredibly stressful but in hindsight <laughs> hilarious uh, transaction at the border um uh so yeah that was fun um but now i'm a little i'm more scared of going to the border than before <laughs> well you know what the lesson here is what clean your car yes yeah yes yes this is the lesson yes. clean your car <laughs> <laughs> clean out your fucking car <sighs> yeah at least your car probably doesn't smell like weed anymore it probably smells like coffee that's very that, true. Day old like, coffee, day old mocha. <laughs> yeah, some chocolate, mm, even better. There you go. You got yourself a free air freshener. And oh. a shit ton of stains. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really like like tomorrow. I think tomorrow morning. I just have to. I'm gonna go and just like deep clean it even more than I already have, just to get like yeah. everything fucking out of there. Get their nice and deep. Black. The funniest, the funniest thing to see them, uh, uh, like checking because I was, I was sitting in a seat that just I was looking outside and just watching them check the whole whole time. They had the dog, they had the drug sniffing dog there, and they told me that before, so I was excited to see that. And the dog was so fucking happy to be working. Immediately got out of the car because they usually have like the kennels outside for them, but it was too cold. So they had uh, he had pulled up his like big Land Cruiser next next to like our cars, um, the cars that were being checked, and just like had the dog sitting in the back seat. And when I all of a sudden I just saw the dog appear out of nowhere. It took me a, a, like a moment to register that, um, but like I was like, where did the dog come from? And mm-hmm. um, and the dog just was like appeared out of nowhere and was like running around and like had a zoomy and then pl- and s- stopped and took a. Sh- shit <laughs> and then continued running around as and, one does <laughs> yeah and the funniest part the funniest part to me what and it, it made me uh me appreciate the um the guy a little bit more was that he was with me he was like super fucking you know serious and shit and like you, you know you got to be you know, very careful about this kind of stuff and you know, got to be honest you got to be honest and we'll, you know if you're honest we won't penalize you as much and shit like that as much and we yeah exactly (laughs) and um and uh the then i see him out there and he he's with the dog and i can clearly see him just like in every dog owner's like like mode you know when they're dancing and they're like hi hi yeah who's a good dog who's a good dog yeah okay come on come on you know when they're playing with their dog when they're like out in the field playing with their dog throwing things or stuff that was the attitude that he had with this dog it was fucking fantastic and it 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 humanized him a little bit more after by uh uh bad first confrontation with him and then uh i couldn't take him as seriously for the rest of it even when he was being intimidated <laughs> who's a good border patrol officer yeah you exactly are. yeah you exactly. are that is exactly what i was ex- what i was thinking he was saying <laughs> so so yeah um the i think the weirdest thing for him to find was my sandbag i had a, a sandbag that i had been taking for with my like camera equipment and of for course, those who are not aware, have... that's not a euphemism. It's just a literal bag of sand. Yeah, it's 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 weighted sacks that you can use to weight down anything and make sure that it doesn't tip over as easily for cameras, lights, whatever. And exactly. and so I have I have one, and I, it was just a homemade one uh, that I put together. I got the sack online, and then I got two Ziploc bags and just filled them with soil. And so I realized as soon so as he pulled it wasn't a sandbag, it, it was a so, soil bag. It was a soil bag. So as soon as he pulled it out of the car. Mentiroso. As soon as he pulled it out of the car and started like looking through those, I and I saw it on the ground. And I was like, ah, this is going to be a very funny thing. To, if he if he does if he's confused by this, he's going to ask me about it, or he's going to figure it's about it out. To be a really it's awkward conversation. <laughs> he's like, why do you just have dirt and where's the cocaine? Um. <laughs> yeah, that's how those conversations go. All right, kid, why is it just dirt and where's the cocaine? <laughs> 
exactly. That's exactly uh, what the Border Patrol is trained to do. Was this the trade-off? <laughs> yeah. No, no. So I was I was just like trying to think like, <laughs> what would he try and rationalize this as being? I already told him I'm a filmmaker. Maybe he'll just assume that this is like a filmmaking gadget or something. I don't know. Because a bag but of soil is considered a he, gadget. Yeah, I don't know. He never asked me about it. <laughs> so <laughs> Where's the cocaine kid? <laughs> that is like the worst drug heist movie of all time. It's like Fast and the Furious with filmmakers and they like are like you know, they're they're the coyotes smuggling cocaine across the border in sandbags. <laughs> that's like the worst that sounds like an Andy Sandberg movie. <laughs> Come on, man! Like bad, gotta, we gotta do it. Bad coyotes, <laughs> Some bad coyotes. It's gotta be Andy Samberg and Craig Robinson. Oh, Doug, Doug Judy, Doug Judy, I'm and in. Jake Peralta. We gotta. It has to be a spinoff. <laughs> oh, I'm here for that so bad. <laughs> it's a spinoff movie. <laughs> it's uh, Doug Judy Peralta ropes needs Jake to... Peralta into it after he's quit yeah. the NYPD. He's got to pay for uh, for his kids' tuition. Exactly, exactly. Craig and Robinson <laughs> flies back from Amsterdam, and but he's still on the wanted list, and so he's trying to uh, smuggle uh, drugs over into Canada. Um, and and he's, and he's a and fake he's, filmmaker. As a yeah, as a fake filmmaker. Exactly. This is and this he's, is good. he smuggles it in the sandbag. <laughs> this is our next movie. I think that this is this, fantastic. This is- we should pitch this to Andy Samberg. Does he watch our episode? Does he watch Drunk Thoughts on High Opinions? Because if not, I, he should. I trust. I trust he does because he's a man of good of culture. Sure, <laughs> Come, coming from the dude I'm from, I'm on a boat. Yes, why not? <laughs> that makes exactly. total sense. Exactly the exact level of culture that we have. <laughs> we got hot That's rod over saying. here. Our watching our podcast. Man of culture, <laughs> yes. Man of many exactly. cultures. Exactly. We are Jake Peralta's my boy. Jake Peralta was a rude boy in the '90s. He listened to ska. Oh, yes, and he never gave up on ska. Mm. Well, kind of did. Shut up! You shut your dirty whore mouth. I mean, I'm just being accurate. Now then, zip it. You know what he never did give up on was um, uh, uh, hacky sacking. Though he feigned yeah, it. That one he, he probably should have given up on. Sack in the hacky. Hacky the sack. <laughs> I used to do hacky sack in high school and I look back on that like how fucking of a loser I was. Uh, we should try to do it in the hallway. I love that joke. I can't remember where it's from, but it's like uh, asking Matthew McConaughey, when you're not hacky sacking, are you always are you sad that somewhere off in the distance there's a a sack not being hackied? (laughs) I've heard that. I can't remember. Where is that from? I think that's like between two friends or something. (laughs) Yeah. Now that that I can see Zach Galifianakis asking that of Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) Are you sad there's not a sack being not being hackied? I that's feel so like it's good. I think it's from a blooper. <laughs> I think yeah, it's from that a might blooper. Because didn't he do it in the movie and then the, the, the bloopers are during the credits? Yeah. Yeah. So that might have been because we watched it. the movie together. We got stoned yeah. and watched the movie together. Yes. Fucking I love that movie. Uh, it's it's uh it's a movie. It's a movie. <laughs> I'll uh, give a credit to that. Speaking of movies, uh Maybe we should get yeah, on to our our major uh, uh, topic for today because we have spent 19 minutes, almost to the we're we're approaching and 19 minutes. I can't uh, tell if that's a better segue than what up. I had because I was going to go with something like speaking of not giving up on something. Let's talk about the DC universe. Well, we were 19 minutes in and you had not done a segue yet, so I felt like it was time that we ha- we had. I to, was waiting like, for know, at this point. An entry point. No, 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 so. no. You would have you. It was we were 19 minutes in. You would have had to do a segue at some point. So I decided to you know take control. I was I'm waiting sorry, for sir. your bad segue because it's, it's <clears throat> I can count on it. It's it's something I've come to count on. Graham is your bad segues. Thank you. I rely on this. Thank you. I think it's they're like, quite good. But but you're like the you jelly to a peanut yourself. butter sandwich. I just I, it's necessary. Your segues. I think they're quite good. But you can go fuck yourself. Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah. I. I have some thoughts. No, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I have some opinions. 
I will come through this computer. I, I have some opinions. You. I will end your high opinionated existence. Mm. 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 Okay. okay. Yeah, that's right. So I have, I have some opinions. Well, Graham, we got to We first. Oh. You, you do this every time. No, no, no. We've talked about it for two wanna, years, three years of our friendship. You know, we've. It's been two years since we left. I left Vancouver when you drove me down. Did you realize that? Yes, it. I do realize that. Facebook gave me the whole like on this day two years ago you left Vancouver and I was like <laughs> started crying like a yep. bitch. Yep. Um. So it's been three years since my friends, and in those three years, you still haven't understood the word context. I understand it. I also have my own version of it. Which is to say you don't give it at all. So Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes I give very good context. Other times I do not. This is one of those sometimes times. Sometimes you just ramble. How about you this smoke another bowl? Times. Pack and smoke another bowl. All right. I will set this up for you while I pour myself another drink. And then you can give us... All the high-minded opinions you have to, to provide. All right, all right, all right. Does that sound like a good compromise? I think that sounds fair. All right, so, holy shit, that came out fast. Wow, I just poured myself a way stronger drink than I intended. So, we're going to go with it. Surprise, kids. On Drunk Thoughts and High Opinions, Corey gets plastered. All right, so what Graham is referring to with his horrible segues is this past week... I mean, we're recording this on February 1st. It's going to drop February 4th, 3rd, 4th, I don't know, later this week. He is referring to the fact that James Gunn and Peter Safran, the new leaders, the the powers that be, the leader, the the, the head honchos, the, 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 the mind hive of the DC comic book film slate universe. Most people know it as the DCU or the DCEU. I think it's now called DC Studios. I don't know. Who gives a shit? It's the DCU now. I've heard DC Studios is the new term. Uh, I've only been hearing DCU. I don't know where you're hearing DC Studios. From your mom. But anyway, moving on. All right. Hmm. They, uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran came forward this past week. And have revealed chapter one uh, titled Gods and Monsters. And it's the next uh, it's the it's their their reboot of the entire fucking uh, series of films, TV shows, animations, Siri. What do you want? Leave me alone. Siri, butt off. Siri's interrupting me, bitch. Um, Film, TV shows, cartoons and video games. All are going to be rebooted to, to encompass this um, uh, new slate of films. So they have Gods and Monsters, Chapter 1, which includes, I think there was like approximately 10, 10 or so announcements of movies and TV series. Uh, in addition to confirming some of the previous IP that are currently existing in that in those studios, such as the new Shazam movie, uh, Fury of the Gods that's coming out. You got Joker 2, Fogo uh, de Chao, or Folia Du, whatever they're calling it, Joker 2, Batman 2 from Matt Reeves, and the Aquaman 2, um, Lost Kingdom or some bullshit like that. Uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. So... Yeah, the, they came forward and kind of broke that all down for us. And it's uh, it's quite the slate. It's quite the tale. It's quite the thing. Um, we could break into it a little bit more, but I feel like uh, Graham has taken his hit and he's ready to speak. Well, my, <clears throat> my opinions are not really centered around the DCU. I have very strong opinions. Then what the fuck about, are we talking about? Hold on. Hold on. It, it is about that, but it's more about about the recent developments, uh, uh, such as James Gunn's addition and what people were expecting versus what they're getting and how people are reacting to said 
gift, so to speak. Um, oh, and the Flash movie. I forgot about the Flash movie. Yes. Well, well I, this is going to be part of that. Okay. So the initial reaction to James Gunn and Peter Safran being um, appointed co-CEOs of the you know DCU was – The new big wigs. It was received with a huge, you know uh, – uh, Everybody like outcry. Everybody was really excited. Sorry, not outcry, but like everyone was just super excited that this was happening. You know, the the Suicide Squad was fantastic. Shazam was fantastic. These were two movies that did very well. And everybody was super excited. For the most part, everyone was excited. Of course, there's always going to be a few haters out there. The masses, but, though, were yeah, excited. The masses to have. were excited. DC's yeah. finally got their own Kevin Feige, yeah. their new god, and mm-hmm. who better than James Gunn? I mean, and the I, man is he's fantastic. No wrong when it comes he to comic does, book movies. He's somebody who understands the DC universe, I think. You know, I think he understands comic book the, movies. He does. He very much does. I, but I think that uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies are the closest the MCU ever got to um, the DC universe vibe, even if they were a little bit more goofy. That was DC's version of goofy in a way, and and it was like way more dark, way more surreal. And then he got to really explore that, you know, without the constraints of Marvel, he got to really explore that with the suicide squad, which is very funny and very upsetting. And so when people (laughs) were very excited to see him take over, I don't think that they quite understood what that meant. I think that what people were expecting was, Oh, James Gunn is going to come out, come in and be, um, uh, uh, the new Zack Snyder. He's going to take over exactly what Zack Snyder was doing and just keep that going, but make it better. But that's not what James Gunn or Peter Safran are interested in. They're interested in doing like more niche stuff. Like Shazam is not a like front page superhero. That's kind of a side character person that not many people have paid attention to over the years. Look at all the people that appeared in the, the suicide squad that James Gunn uh, directed. All the major ones were killed off in the uh, beginning. And then they went to literally D tier superheroes that only appeared in a few issues. With the exception this, of Harley Quinn. With the exception of Harley Quinn, they had to, I, 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 I think that was contract. But that's no, what th- James Gunn has said. Squad. You're right. Okay. As James Gunn has said, that's what he's interested in doing and exploring those characters because it will feel more original for the audiences. And that ends up being more relatable to them because they're not just seeing the same superheroes done over and over and over again and recycled. Exactly. I think it helps with the connection. You can, you could take a little bit more liberties with a D tier hero. Exactly. And and kind of have fun with them versus somebody like Batman who everybody fucking knows or Superman or Wonder Woman. Like everybody knows these characters. And so if you, you know, you, if you try to do something with them and you fuck up in the slightest, yeah. you're going to piss off everybody. But you start with somebody lesser known. Iron Man was not a main Marvel hero. You had Spider-Man. You had the X-Men. You, you had uh, like who, who else was like the, the top of the zeitgeist for Marvel before the Marvel movie started coming out. And mm. – like there wasn't a whole lot. Like I mean, Marvel no. had been known for a few things, but like Fantastic Four and stuff. But like Iron Man was a character, but he wasn't a household name. Exactly. And they started with that, and they started with the B tier heroes. And James Gunn is interested in taking the C and D tier, or even E tier characters, characters who appeared in a frame. Of a of a of an issue back <laughs> in the day, or in one Condiment issue man. of a frame, or in in ten issues, you know, was Batman's uh, villain for one tiny arc that somebody's forgotten about because there was a thousand arcs of or a thousand um, issues of, um, or over a thousand of the original Batman from the '30s that just continued into the thousands, uh, like 
it went on for I think like twelve or thirteen hundred issues. That's a very long time to go on, and there are a lot of like little side characters that were created and thrown in there. Like, I think that they have a lot of opportunities there, and that's I am totally on board with whatever James Gunn wants to do. Uh, when they put up the list, I my I was caught by Swamp Thing. Uh, a few years ago when uh, they were doing their DC like uh, streaming service that and qu- quickly got incorporated into, I think, HBO Max or something. Um, yeah, the, the DC that, Online or whatever bullshit. DC Online, yeah. They had a show on there that was, that was actually I think that actually was the good. DC Universe. They had um, – uh, I actually liked a few of the shows on there. I, I watched a few of the episodes on there and was interested to go back and continue, but I just did, never found the time because I was watching way up – like many other shows um but um i think one of the shows that i really loved at the time was swamp thing and i was super bummed that after just like two episodes it was canceled because they did the whole season they did the whole season but after the second second episode they they decided to cancel it so it it wasn't renewed or it wasn't renewed for a second season so they did the whole season and it was just kind of like well fuck why this isn't going anywhere this we wanted more of this because it was supposed to be like setting up a bigger thing um and so i'm really hoping that if this is a movie they're bringing back those people who did that because they really captured the essence of the Swamp Thing comics. Um, they're super fucking weird and uh, edgy, but they're also um, very in touch with like spirituality and what it is to be a human versus not. And I think that the show make, it did it in a horror but it also captured the essence of the how the comics, you know. It was taken. It took a lot of cues. I didn't watch the show, but I know it took a lot of cues from uh, Alan Moore. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's uh, the his, writer. He's the creator. Yeah, of, of, of you know that original story arc that really dived into the origins of Swamp Thing, and it was really dark and contrasty and just uh, macabre. And and that I mean, let's face it, it's Alan Moore, like. That's what he's known for. Mm-hmm. He's not a happy-go-lucky writer. Let's, let's no, be honest here. Uh, and he's so, a bit insane. Yeah, just a little bit. He he's, he's a he's a grand wizard, not of the KKK, but he is a grand wizard of like Satanism or something like that. Um, Glad you uh, clarified that for the listeners. Thank you. Well, because they are, it is that is like the a title, you know. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Sadly, uh, he is the he Grand is, Poobah of something, though. Yeah, but he does hold the title of like Grand Wizard, I think, within Satanism. But he's like he's a wizard of something. Um, he's just an odd. Duckling, he's an odd like, man for sure. He's an odd man. <laughs> he is he, a unique guy. Satanism and KKK aside, he's just a weird dude. <laughs> he called. Um, he called the uh, uh, Damon Lindelof Watchmen series from 2019 sacrilegious, and I was like, and he said he didn't watch past the first episode. Uh, first scene and I was like oh my god if you had you, you would have realized it was like literally your story and done so it was like paying so much homage to your story in such a great way uh, it was perfect well I think they didn't fantastic. even reach out to him um, for that show like that was did. the problem they, is, they did did Linda Hoff reach do. out to him I heard Linda Hoff Lin- didn't yeah Linda Hoff did uh. oh Linda Hoff is an incredibly respectful uh, man of Alan I'm not Moore. saying he's not he, I just he I heard something that he wasn't consulted well, Alan Moore is also somebody who like like pushes anybody away if they try to get in contact with him about it. Like he just refuses. Oh, you you want this? Bah, get out of my face. So yeah, and then he, and then a... he can tell them that tell people. Oh, they didn't approach me about it. It's like well, they tried constantly. He's not um, a cuddly human being. Yeah, let's put it that yeah, way. Yeah. So beyond so, that, beyond Swamp Thing, we got four other movies and a slew of TV shows um, coming out. I was intrigued uh, that a Supergirl movie is coming out. Yeah, Supergirl. Uh, there was a name, Woman of Tomorrow. 
And the 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 the, the, the tagline is um, a science fiction adventure movie based on Tom King's award winning recent comic book stories. <laughs> presents a Supergirl viewers that are not used to seeing. I mean, we had a Supergirl for five, six seasons on the CW. Melissa Benoist, I mean, just knocked it out of the park with that role. So, like, interesting to see that they're going to bring that character back and mm-hmm. a new version, even if it's uh, What's Her Nut uh, that's currently slated to play her, I think, in the Flash movie. Hmm. Are you familiar with that? The new Flash movie that's coming out? Well, we have the Flash movie that's coming out, but then I think there's supposed to be like there's supposed to be a Supergirl in the Flash movie. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yes. Uh, Sasha Kale or Callie, whatever C A L L E, I can't pronounce it, but she's seen on set and confirmed to be a Supergirl. So I wonder if it's going to still be her, or you know, the way James Gunn and Safran set this up is like the Flash is kind of the Kickstarter for all the this. Uh, this new chapter, this gods and monsters, which makes me wonder if they're going to do a full on reset and like Ezra Miller will still be the flash and it's still kind of some sort of continuity or he just, or they, sorry, Ezra Miller, they fuck up the whole storyline and, uh, uh, the whole timeline. And it's basically, you know, totally reset from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that means they'll keep Sasha Cal- Callie or Cal around. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, beyond that, we got Superman Legacy, which is being personally written by Gunn. Excuse me. And it's focusing on Superman balancing his heritage and his human upbringing. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. I'm reading off some of these lists and I saw something on Twitter done by a guy named uh, Joshua Yale. I think it was named. Mm-hmm. He's uh, from IGN. He thinks this is kind of going to be a um, kind of what Marvel's doing right now where there it's, it's a movie that will set up like a new generation of DC heroes. So it's going to start with some of the characters we know, but the whole intention of this first chapter is to set up a new cast. Right. Uh, uh, you know, instead of Superman, it's Supergirl. Instead of Batman, it's Robin or, you know, I'd say Nightwing, but the Robin they've set up, which uh, is supposed to be a movie also, uh, Batman, the Brave and the Bold, is going to be centered around Damian Wayne as Robin, and he he's not the Nightwing. So, but it's like each of these movies looks like they're going to try to like set up a passing of the torch. Mm-hmm. which is kind of what we're seeing a lot in Marvel right now. They're introducing a lot of younger characters to do like a young Avengers thing. So I wonder right. if they're kind of following that same template. Maybe a little bit. I also, I don't, did you see the artwork that James Gunn posted online for the announcement mm-hmm. of this? It's very, did, very yes. like old, like thirties, forties um, to sixties, kind of like just the older age of art style. Um, of the comic book. And I thought that was very interesting. Of which um, character though? Cause he kind of was all over the place. It was all over the place. It, I didn't, I'm not calling the models um, specifically. I'm just saying that all the artwork was very intriguing. It was all like mm. um, uh, the comic book art. And that intrigued me and made me wonder if they're going to try and go for more of the comic book vibe, like, like the suicide squad had. You know, oh, I'm totally like, sure oh, they are on that front. Yeah, I, I don't know if the he, art had anything to do with it, though. I'm hoping that the cinematographer from the Suicide Squad—I don't know their name—I um, hope that they get involved because their work was very good in terms of making it feel like a comic book movie, like editing, uh, not not the editing on their part, but like the 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 camera work that they were able to do set up for such great editing to cut between and yeah. make it fit in like a comic book. Um, especially that, that is... fight scene between Harley Quinn and that people in the hallway. Uh, that was a fantastic uh, uh, fight scene. So the cinematographer was a guy named Henry Bram. Cool. And he uh, looks like he and Gunn have worked a lot together. They've done – uh, they did Suicide Squad. He did Guardians of the Galaxy, at least Volume 2, maybe Volume 1. I got to look back enough. No, he did Volume 2 as well as the Holiday Special, 
Melissa Fint. He did the Golden Compass. Nanny McPhee. A bunch Hmm. of things. So Hmm. the man knows his way around a camera. Right. Um, Well. I would argue, though, a lot of that stuff is James Gunn because that man is meticulous with his shots. Yeah. The cinematographer, I'm sure, is fantastic and knows how to make a shot look good. Mm-hmm. But or look great, but James Gunn has like the vision. If you've looked at his storyboards, he maps out every single shot. Then I hope that he is more involved in the in the making sure they the films feel like comic books because that's Marvel has, in my opinion, never truly felt like comic book movies. They've just been superhero movies. Um, and I I, I think that if. James Gunn manages to make the DCU feel like uh, a, a series of comic book movies. Marvel might get its shit together, so to speak. <laughs> and, well, I, and you know, I don't think I think Marvel's going to stick to a template. Disney, the House right. of Mouse, is sticking to their template. But I think it. I agree with you, and I think it would give Warner Brothers a leg to stand on if they did that style, if they actually pursued a comic book aesthetic versus a superhero aesthetic, it would be like, yeah, Marvel's got their own little thing. Let them fucking do what they want. We're going to bring you this. And like the suicide squad, as you mentioned, it is probably in my opinion, the best comic book movie, not mm-hmm. a superhero movie, comic book movie. Yeah. Cause it just, it felt like you were watching. Cause they're not super comic book. Yeah. Whatever. Details. <laughs> um, <laughs> And and so if if that's if that's the direction that James leads the DCU, because we're also assuming, you know, we, we keep assuming that like he's going to be, a, you know, the director and writer of every movie. He's not. He's just no. the, he's the God playing with, you know, the chess yeah. pieces, but letting the chess pieces do their own thing. So like this Henry Bram, I'm sure will be involved at some point. Yeah. And like, there's rumor that James Gunn will also direct that Superman movie, but like, yeah. right now he's just writing it. And he's not sure who's going to direct it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he's able to have that much influence and say like, no, here, like, have that, like, just that advice, like, bring in some up and coming new filmmakers where you can kind of help them along and not, I don't want to say strong arm them because that's not the right word, but like influence the, the movie enough to make it look like a comic book movie like the Suicide Squad did. And now mm. you've got this whole niche, this whole aesthetic, this whole look of in, in series of films that, you know, that have a, a similar aesthetic that are interconnecting tissue. Yeah. Marvel had their own stylistic idea and they ran with it for 20, 10, you know, 15 years at this point. DC needs to get their shit together. And if they did that, I think that would be a really cool idea. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree. I personally like DC Comics a little bit more, and I follow them more than Marvel Comics. And it's always been unfortunate to me that DC films are kind of shit. I was just listening to a discussion on the Snyder Cut before we were t- doing this, and it just was reminding me of all the fucking uh, uh, shit <laughs> that I did not like about that movie. I thought that Zack Snyder wasted $70 million to prove that his version was 15% better. And it was like, this is not a substantial enough um, improvement for a, a a film that is twice the length you just made me you were i just kind of felt like a prisoner while watching the movie because i wanted to see it and that was the problem it's like why is do i want to see fault, it? though i just wanted to see it because i had seen the fir- the original movie so i wanted to see what he had changed and if he had done, made it better and the and the issue was he hadn't in my opinion. No, I would heavily disagree with that. I would say he had a much more fleshed out movie with a lot more well-rounded characters, whereas yeah, okay, okay. Whedon, Whedon had the obstacle of saying, okay, here's all the raw footage and DC has made me 
the head of turning this into a two hour story. And it's a story that you know, like he couldn't tell in two hours. So he had to go back and film some shit to make it work. And I, I mean, as much as I don't like the Whedon cut or I prefer the Snyder cut, I do applaud <clears throat> Whedon for being able to make it work. But like, but I would you, say, hold on. You understand that the $70 million he, he wasted was almost entirely on that final on the 10 epilogue, minutes yeah. on that epilogue. Yeah. And that, the only problem I have with that is bec- is that it's not going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. So he could have spent zero dollars, released a fifteen percent better film, and I would have been like, "Cool, thanks. This is longer." But there's something weird about somebody spending seventy million dollars to make the worst part of a re-release of a film. You know. 70 yeah, million dollars. If you look at it from that from that angle, look yes. at it you look at it from a from a, a student, independent, uh, a young filmmaker who barely has any money. That is fucking sacrilege, my good sir. 70 million dollars for that absolute fucking trash? You remember that last 15 minutes of that movie? Oh my I god, do. is it fucking bad? No, I think it's good. It's only bad because we know it's not going anywhere. If we we had that and then like a week after the Snyder Cut dropped and they were like, and now announcing Justice League 2 and we're going to complete the story that they set up in Justice League 1, the Snyder Cut, I think it would have been gargantuanly better. But because it is a cliffhanger that leads to nowhere. That's yes. the problem. Yes, but it should all it should be good on its own account. It does it should not be good just because it is a cliffhanger no, with it, a better a good solution in the next that's fuck that. It has to stand alone. It should alone. have been like it a post credit scene. Like it was a post credit scene. It was a Marvel post credit scene that they just happened to put at the end of the film. They're like, fuck it, right. don't wait for the credits. Watch this now. Right. Because, I mean, let's face it, like, all of us have watched the Marvel end credit scene. We all stick around to the fucking end of the credits because we know Marvel's going to do shit. Zack Snyder was like, fuck it, don't spend time watching the credits, just watch yeah. this scene, which is a whole other can of worms. Yeah, 70 grand is a shit ton, especially because he filmed it in like, his own fucking backyard, too. Yeah. Did you hear about that? Yeah, it's fucking... <laughs> like. So I agree with you that it's... Fucking Hollywood Hills. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. It's fucked up because it's like, well, that scene shouldn't have cost seventy grand for sure. But like, oh, yeah. At the it same costs- time, you're bringing back Ben Affleck, Jared Leto, <clears throat> who the fuck else, and then all the visual effects and all the other, you know, the the because I mean that's ninety percent CGI in that scene. You know, it, and that shit adds up. And, the, you know, and that's what we're, I don't know. I don't see it, how it costs 70 grand. I agree with you that the ends don't justify the means. But I would argue that it is a much better film that is worth watching if you just ignore that last 10 minutes. I think it would have been better as two films cut it off. Mm-hmm. After the first confrontation with Steppenwolf in the sewers and end it right after when they are just defeated and they're crawling out and then have the second film be the rest of it. I think that would have you read the synopses of like what the trilogy was supposed to be. Yeah, it's brutal. But let's not get into that too heavily now. We're talking about James Gunn. We're talking about the future, not the past of yeah. those movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see. I, let's. I want to run a few more movies past you, and you know. So let's see. We talked about Superman Legacy. We briefly touched on Brave and the Bold, which introduced. You know, that was like the big comic book story from Grant Morrison that introduced Damien, Batman's mm-hmm. son, legitimate yeah. son. Yeah, biological. was an assassin for the first 10 years of his life before becoming Robin. That'll be interesting. That will be interesting. Uh, we talked on Swap Thing. We got another movie called The Authority, which uh, kind of sounds like another Suicide Squad. Yeah. So I'm not sure about that. The synopsis I'm reading here, Wildstorm characters will join the DCU as members of the Authority, take matters into their own hands to do what they believe is right. 
Hmm. So I don't know. Sounds uh, like a group of Batman. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And then we had a whole slew of TV shows that were announced, including an animated show, Creature Commandos, uh, basically a, another Suicide Squad, uh, you know, a team headed up by Amanda Waller. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, uh, Wall, uh, there's a show called Waller, which Viola Davis has uh, apparently has signed on to reprise her role as which Amanda means Waller. Which she's awesome. probably voicing her roles in any other uh, animated Projects. It also means we're probably going to get Peacemaker season two, which I haven't seen the first season, but I heard the first one is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get, continue well. getting John Cena and that fun yeah. uh, epic. Paradise Lost, uh, a show set in Themyscira, which is the home of Wonder Woman, and it kind of is well, isn't uh, like a Wonder Woman. Isn't Paradise Lost a very famous uh, um, uh, comic arc for Wonder Woman? I don't know about a comic arc. It's a very it's a very popular book it's a it's by, a famous uh, it is a very fa- i know that i know that <laughs> you don't think i fucking I know that say, aren't you an english major come on man for the context of our conversation i was saying i think that hey, it is you a- learn what context is hooray look at that folks he grows every episode <laughs> for the yeah, context of this episode of this conversation Please. I felt like uh, it, I think that I've heard it also um, used because comic books often used um, uh, famous literature or or terms from literature or phrases from literature to to be the names of their arcs and stuff like that. Um, so you heard it here, folks. Superman twenty one twenty three. Superman equal time. <laughs> sure. Um, uh, yeah, it very well could be. I don't. I honestly couldn't tell you if it is a comic book arc or not. Uh, this one just they they said it's going to be like Game of Thrones set on Wonder Woman's homeworld. So, hmm, cool, interesting. Yeah. Um, and then there's two other uh, TV series that were announced that I think these are going to be the the front runners of like popularity. Lanterns. Which brings back the Green Lanterns. Oh. And we have two of them coming in for this show. They've announced they're gonna, it's going to be uh, a show with uh, two comic book characters, uh, Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart, who are arguably like two of the most known Green Lanterns. Jon Stewart? Jon Stewart. Why are you smiling? Host of The Daily Show? Yeah, no, that's Green not Lan- him. Green Lantern? Shut up. <laughs> He's a big, burly black man, so I highly doubt that is the same person. <laughs> if anything, does yeah, that. you're right. You're right. Jordan. But, I mean, we've, right. had, we've had, like, five Green Lanterns in the comics, the main ones. Uh, there's a girl, I'm sorry, I don't know her name. There's Guy Gardner, Kyle Radner, and shit like that. But Hal Jordan was the first... Uh, he's the one that was played by Ryan Reynolds in the original mm-hmm. movie that nobody remembers or cares about because it's a piece of shit. And he's not set to reprise his role, thank God. I need to see uh, that movie. You've never seen that? I've never seen I want to see the uh, Bad Green You Life should. Movie. It's early Taika Waititi. Oh, is it? Is he acting in it? He He's, uh, he's um, the side guy. He's uh, Ryan Reynolds' best friend in the movie. Mm. It's hysterical. Oh so my he God, looks young. That. He's like and your age. Before, He's... And that was before he did um, um, What We Do what in, we the do Shadows. in the Shadows. Yeah, but it's after he up. did Boy, I just saw, I did Boy, I watched Boy a few months ago. Boy. Fantastic movie. Uh, not what we're talking about right now, but um, yeah. No, I, this was 2011, you know Taika Waititi. I think that. James Gunn is going to do some fantastic things for the DCU. I think that some people are losing their shit unnecessarily. Like this is exactly what was going to happen. It wasn't like James Gunn was going to come in and very delicately like, Oh, here, let me, let me like take what you guys really cared about and like do that. No, no, no. He has to gut the fucking thing. He has to really gut the fucking thing. And get get rid of what that wasn't working and if uh you know 
What's his face? No, I don't know. Explain it to me. What's I'm forgetting his name right at this moment because I smoked it away. If Superman can't come back, Henry Cavill. Um, Henry, if Henry Cavill can't come back, then that's not what's meant to be. And I trust uh, James Gunn. And um, see, that was a whole other thing is they came out and told us like he was never fired. He just wasn't asked to return because they want to do a, a, a new type of Superman. Right. Whereas like, they could up. bring back Ezra Miller. They could bring back Gal Gadot. They could bring back Jason Momoa. Uh, and uh, Zachary Levi is Aquaman and um, Shazam, respectively. So, like, it's just the Superman legacy show sounds like they want to take it in a different direction. And just Henry Cavill wasn't asked to return back. But right. anyway, not not quite the point. Um, I'm excited for this Lantern show, though, because the Green Lantern I always thought was a fun character. And having two of them in a true detective style story TV series mm-hmm. sounds pretty fucking dope. I think that sounds great. But I you ever watch True Detective watch with uh, Matthew McConaughey? And, uh, you know, that's actually one of my favorite uh, shows ever. That season of television. Who was the other guy with, with uh, Matthew McConaughey? Um uh woody harrelson woody harrelson good man yeah thank you that was gonna bug me that was, that was a great a first season fantastic season i am so sad that season two was not quite as good the yeah. season one was just we don't, like, uh, we don't talk about it we, we don't, don't talk, talk about, about Bruno. season one was this kind of special candle in the wind you know <laughs> five thousand candles in the wind and then the last tv show they announced which i think is going to be like hysterical is booster gold now are you familiar with booster gold as a character i'm not booster gold as a character i'm not i haven't read any of the books but i know i've read like the the wikipedia synopsis of this fucker he is a loser from the year like 2500 nice right this is a guy who has no special abilities whatsoever. He's a fucking outcast in the year in the future. Let's just put it that way. So he decides he builds a time machine and goes back in time and uses his technology, the technology of whatever year he's from, to become a superhero in the early two in the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. And he's just an off-the-wall, goofy motherfucker that has no business pretending to be a superhero when you right. have people like Superman and Green Lantern running around. But right. he's kind of the butt of jokes, but I am I think he's going to be like – I think he's perfect for James Gunn. Right. That's the exact tone I'm looking for in the DCU. Yeah, um, like he – like him and Zachary Levi would have a lot of fun together in a movie if they yeah. decided to keep him around as Shazam. Yeah. Yeah, that that's that's very true. So Yeah. Yeah, that's that's all I have to say about it. I am I'm excited. I think people need to cool their shit and uh mm-hmm. not fucking explode all over the internet and um just wait and see what happens cuz I think it's going to be fucking amazing. I mean, that's never going to happen. The net nerds are always going to have something to say about oh, it. But I, know. I do believe but a, but a, in, but a man in Gun pray. We Trust, you know, in Gun We Trust, let's, let's you know, it's finally we have a guy, uh, we have a, a consistent mind at the helm who I think we can trust to spearhead the DCU in a way that hasn't been steered before and just give it a direction. Mm-hmm. And he's got the know-how to make a good movie. So, like, and he's even to come out, or no, I think it was Peter Safran who came out, or even both of them, they came out and said, we've seen Batgirl. They made the right call not releasing that. Oh, interesting. So it's like they're, they're, they've got good mind, good heads on their shoulders. I trust these guys. And they've said that The Flash, James Gunn has said The Flash is the best superhero movie he's ever seen. Yeah, I'm which I'm like, oh, damn, that is some praise. Unless he's being paid to say that he very well could be. But I'd like to remember he's still not the top. He's still not the top of the chain. No, but I still like to think that he is a man of integrity just based on what I've seen on like how he operates himself and how he runs his 
movies and like how he reacts on Twitter. I think I'd like to think he's a man of integrity and he wouldn't just say that for the sake of a paycheck. I could be totally fucking wrong and fucking who knows, Mm -hmm. but excuse me. Um, he is pretty fun to watch on Twitter as he kind of fights the net nerds. Like for instance, I saw today he put out a, a poll of saying, should Superman have the red underwear, the trunks, or should he just be straight blue on his pants? And the people fucking went at him hard. Like, this is a horrible way to decide the wardrobe. And he's like, I'm not just, I'm just having fun. Like, what I just want to see what liked? you guys want. I already yeah. know what I want to do. I'm just curious. Yeah, like, like, I've already written the movie and I already know what he's going to look like. I don't give a shit what you think. I just like to see what happens. Exactly. He is a puppet uh, master, and it's so much fun. So, so I'm great. excited to see what he does. In Gun We Trust, that should be the new hashtag. Hell yeah. Or in James. I'm going to start that. No, because in God, in Gun. In Gun. One syllable starts with a G. Fair enough. All right. Stick with me here. Fair enough. In Gun We Trust. Hmm. And I think that'll wrap it up. Uh on this week's episode of Drunk Thoughts on High Opinions. What do you say yes. there, G? I think so. I've I've reached... I'm quite high, and I have no more things to say. Man, if only that could happen every week. <sighs> Look, I haven't been smoking as much. I was gone for the weekend. You didn't smoke during the weekend? I did. I just wasn't smoking as much. I was, gonna, I was getting worried and there for a minute. The like, stuff Jesus. that I smoke here is fucking strong. I forgot. <laughs> I don't have the tolerance. Nah. All right. Well, tell the kiddies where they can find you in case they are ever curious to learn more about uh, our high opinions host. Well, my website, uh, mad-musings.com, is still active. Uh, it, I haven't updated. It has not yet been updated. Updated. I am still uh, very, very busy with uh, classes. I'm like just like half a step behind and everything, and so I'm just trying to keep up with it, with that. And so once I have a steady uh, grasp on that, I will be updating the website then. But until then, you can still find my stories, uh, my scripts my uh, scenes from plays um at mad-musings.com along with some photography coming soon to <laughs> mad-musings.com yeah bad coyote and, um, starring andy sandberg and uh bad coyote yeah, i will i will i will write bad coyote it it's not coyote a, it's coyote it will be a 300 page script <laughs> That's a long ass. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. It'll mostly be improv. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so that, and you can find me at outrageous underscore creation on Instagram, but I don't really post on there, so just go to the writings. Corey, uh, where can well we find aware. you? Bugging you to post more on your Instagram. That's true. I I'm, haven't posted shit either, that. so I guess I can't say much. Exactly. So stop that. Nah, it's too much fun. But I am on my Instagram. I am on Facebook and Twitter fairly frequently. So if you want to talk, if you want to chat, you want to shoot the shit, you want to hear my drunk thoughts on more things, hit me up at Roxyboy, R-O-K-E-S-Y-B-O-Y, all one word, lowercase. Mm. Good stuff. Good stuff. But uh, we still have a couple episodes in the works. We're trying to get a hold of Graham's brother, Spence, to join us for a God of War Ragnarok episode. Mm-hmm. We both finished the game, both loved it, spoilers, and we have a lot to say, a lot of thoughts, a lot of opinions, but we, we want to we wanna bring in a special guest, so we're currently coordinating that, so stay tuned for that episode in the near future. Yeah, I don't think we're ever going to talk John Wick, so fuck that guy. Wow, okay. I was hoping to talk to John Wick, but okay. I don't know. I'd have to go back and rewatch the movies at this point. I mean, four is about to come out, right? Or five. That's I don't fair. know. And then Ballerina is on its way with Ana de Armas. And mm. who fucking knows? By the time we fucking do that episode, John, you know, Keanu's going to be. Yeah, that's fair. I'm not going to say dead because, like, that man's a god, but, you know. Maybe this will be the episode on. that we that we teased early on in our run and then we never. We don't do it for, like, five years and then we finally do it. It'll be the, like, 
you know, the penultimate episode of Drunk Thoughts and High Opinions. It'd be the final episode. It's like, and John Wick. The last episode is where we get, we both get so trashed that we pass out on camera. You know, let's talk John Wick at that point. It'd probably be like John Wick 9 and be like, all right, folks. And then he died. I mean, at this pace, John Wick 9 is coming out when, when, uh, when he's fucking 80. And he'll still be as good looking and as active as ever. And he'll still be as good as looking. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like Keanu is immortal. We will know know that he is a vampire once he turns 70. We will know because nobody can look that good at 70. Uh, 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 uh. Paul Rudd. He will also be confirmed as a vampire. <laughs> They're in a whole clan together. They're like that's clan. another movie. Immortals, and it's just actors who are immortal, like Keanu Reeves and Paul Rudd. Oh my god! All have those you, guys. you haven't seen what we do in the shadows, the TV show, have you? No, not yet. Oh my god! Well, no spoilers, but spoilers, <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> I don't know how no, else it's on to my say list. It. Yeah, fair, quite good. fair, fair. Quite good. I've only have seen season one, but I, I need to I need to continue with it. I need to, yeah, I need to. I want to watch it. It just, it's a, I want to rewatch the movie and then dive into it. I just haven't yeah. sat down and done it. I'm currently in the midst of the Good Doctor, which is yeah. a interesting show that Hannah got me into, and it's filmed in Vancouver, so there's that aspect. But this is Freddie stuff we should have talked about during the episode, not after we've signed off. We haven't signed off yet. I haven't said we've cheers. Get bent. We've no, signed we didn't. off. We we said we're going to see each other. All right. Well, fine. You should have included this in the early part of the episode. I don't want to hear what shows you're watching, listening to now. Well, fine. Fuck we'll you, just wrap it up here then. To, fuck, do you take me Cue for? Cue the music. Fuck, do you take me for? Exactly. I think this is just to fade out. Now. I take you for a high just, asshole who doesn't give a shit what's said. <laughs> And that's been this week's Drunk Thoughts and High Opinions. <laughs> no, you don't. I am assignment due at midnight. Fuck you. <laughs> sounds like a personal problem. Go do yes. your homework. Well, I had this to do as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you go do that. I'm going to finish this beer and have another. Yeah, exactly. Have a great week, everybody. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>